the, to the members who are already part of this and hope that the rest are going to join. Uh, welcome to our guests. Uh, our guests are petitioners. Uh, our guests as well must be the mayor of Eguruleni and uh, her team. Uh, our guests as well would be the provincial government of Gauteng, whoever who is here, and any other people who might have joined the portfolio committee, because the portfolio committee is an open, um, uh, unless there's something that would say uh, contrary to that. Uh, I would also like to welcome officials from parliament and uh, indicate to the petitioners that uh, maybe we should apologize for the delayed uh, engagement on the issues that you raised. Recording in progress. The, the, the issues you raised. First, there was some change in the portfolio committee. Uh, um, a new chairperson uh, replaced uh, Honorable Mutambi. And, uh, but beyond the question of change, there might have been many other challenges in terms of the program and programming of parliament. Uh, it's, it's something that would prioritize the issues that get raised by communities as public representatives. So that's our primary responsibility to represent the public and uh, to, to conduct oversight and make sure that the public participate on all issues of governance. So it's something that would correct. And uh, despite all of those, uh, despite the time lapse, uh, we have come to this point where we are now trying to deal with our backlogs. So this is a platform welcome and also welcome to the Metro, uh, welcome to the, uh, the provincial. Uh, uh, I, I am not sure how to pronounce this. Uh, in other provinces, it would be Cogsta. In others would be Cogta. So whatever, I think I will correct that as we proceed. So you are all welcome. In terms of the agenda, honorable members, there's only one item, these petitions from Ego Ruleni, that's what we'll be dealing with today. And fortunately, <clears throat> the petitioners are here. I may not be because of me being new here. Uh, even remember the context, which would actually have prepared uh, yourselves and everybody else to remember what are the issues. But fortunately, the petitioners are here. I hope they are here. Uh, uh, Sharin, do we form a quorum now? Uh, 
morning chairperson um yes yes we do and then can you guide me i think there were there was two people who were going to present from the petitioners the first one was uh, is she around yes chairperson honorable bodlani is in the meeting as well as honorable ishmal so both petitioners is in the meeting yeah <clears throat> like i indicated unless there's a member from the portfolio committee who can put some context into uh, uh, what we would be listening to but if there's none then i would immediately allow honorable bodlani to uh, uh, present Good morning, Chairperson, and thank you so much for your time. Chairperson, I note your opening remarks in that this petition took really a long time before it came to, to yourself. I beg your pardon, Chairperson. It took some time for this petition to come before yourself. And Chairperson, I submit this petition on behalf of my constituency in the Alberton Metro in the Alberton city in the city of Ebrulen this petition chairperson came about because the business owners of Al Road were called to a public meeting to discuss the perpetual power outages and as a result coming from that meeting a petition was signed their biggest grievance chairperson was that they do not have constant power supply and this was impacting on their businesses and their issue was that instead of allowing their employees for example to stay home because there would be no power employees would have to come in and the employers would have to incur that cost so that was very difficult for them and i will make an example of one business owner who owns a motor painting uh, company where she would say if the power goes off the product is ruined i must restart the whole thing and it's very expensive so they were lamenting on the expense that they incur because of the regular power outages chairperson as you would know this report this petition was submitted before the elections and it is now under the leadership of councillor samantha ne speaking to councillor samantha ne when i was called to the portfolio committee to present this petition she has made me aware that the situation has changed that there has been some a lot of work from the new administration that projects are rolling and the outages are not as often as they used to be it is happy believe chairperson that things are really changing and the businesses are no longer as badly affected as when the petition was submitted so my submission to the portfolio portfolio committee this morning chairperson is to say how do we sustain how do we sustain what is happening at this point notwithstanding the challenges that we have with low sharing i have seen the presentation that will be made to the portfolio committee this morning which also speaks to low sharing as a biggest contributor to the power outages it also speaks to the poor uh, uh, what's the word i'm looking for the poor servicing of infrastructure the lack of servicing of infrastructure is a contributor to 
the, the, the power outages. And it is my belief that that is historic and it's not something that is going to be fixed overnight. So what I would love to get on behalf of the residents of Alberton, on behalf of the business owners of Al Rose, is some commitment to say what is happening now with regular constant supply. How do we sustain it? That is my presentation to the committee and I thank you, Chairperson. Uh, thank you very much, <clears throat> uh, Honorable Bolani. Can we <clears throat> then move to the next uh, presenter? Uh, uh, Sharin, you said is who? It's Honorable Ishmael Chairperson. Uh, over to you, uh, Ish. Honorable Ishmael, we use this term honorable. We don't know who we are speaking to. Like I'm saying, the petition was, uh, it took some time. Uh, so the interaction might have been between the former chairperson and yourselves. Uh, honorable Ishmael. Ishmael, what is happening? <clears throat> uh, Sharin, what is happening now? Chairperson, I see Honorable Ishmael's video and um, microphone is on, but we can't hear anything. So we can't hear him. Oh, I, I see the face. Can you unmute? Thank you, Chair. I was having a problem unmuting for some reason. Chair, um, okay. as you know, uh, first of all, I would like to say good morning to everybody. And uh, I'll bet it's a bit late that these uh, petitions are being addressed. Uh, I welcome the fact that these petitions are now being addressed. Uh, however, Chair, I need to uh, highlight that um, uh, the first petition was submitted on behalf of the residents of Ikruleni and uh, most especially um, residents of Pinoni and uh, surrounding areas due to the constant, you know, um, non-service liberty, if I could use that word, of refuse removal. And uh, although we know that this has been happening for the past uh, few years, we still have the same problem happening again. So um, residents are basically complaining they are paying for their services, yet they're not getting any response. I have looked at the uh, presentation that was sent to us via the secretary. Thank you very much. However, I feel that that presentation, especially with regards to uh, you know, refuse removal, does not actually tell us the truth of what is happening on the ground. Um, sensing you know, the refuse removal uh, trucks are not on the ground when necessary, uh, it seems to be that most of the time the department has to rely on um, weekend routes to these uh, non-serviced areas. And uh, I'm, I would like some more re responses from the city of Ikoroleni to say, how are they actually going to be responding and um, ensuring that, you know, the residents of the, uh, especially Boxburg, Benoni, uh, are some of the areas that I can highlight right now that are not getting 
um, any service delivery, I mean, for three, four, five weeks, and then only, you know, the department comes up with something to say that, okay, we're going to have some contingency plans now, um, you know, to effectively uh, come out to these areas to pick up the, uh, you know, the dustbins. And uh, this is also resulting in, you know, a lot of illegal dumping and unnecessary, you know, hype by, by residents and, you know, where it actually leads to um, refuse being dumped in front of uh, civic centers, etc. So uh, I, I think, Chair, from my side, I would like um, some some response from the certificate really to say what are maybe the challenges, because from what I can understand is that they possibly have a challenge of, you know, not enough fleet, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And maybe that can be uh, stated here so that we can properly understand the problem and maybe we can then resort to requesting National Department of COCTA to actually assist with us um, shortages uh, that the city of Vikrulene is actually experiencing. Um, I don't know, Chair, if you would like me to address the third uh, petition as well. That will be my second petition with regard to the pollution into the wetland or would you like us to take each petition or one petition at a time? No, <clears throat> present all of them. <clears throat> okay, so the last petition, uh, Chair, is regarding obviously refuse, uh, uh, I'm saying refuse, uh, sewage overflow into the wetlands and um, also obviously into the lakes and uh, dams. It is obviously, uh, you know, causing uh, an, an, un an unhealthy environment for residents. It's obviously also affecting the bird life. And um, we are having these dams that are actually being used by scouts, et cetera. And now we're finding that, you know, due to the unhealthy environment or unhealthy pollution into these lakes and dams, we are having a problem. Now, I have seen the presentation. I've uh, scrutinized it. I've tried to, you know, um, check whether, you know, there is anything really substantial that is changed, that is going to be changing this. But uh, just uh, last night, I've got a response from some of the residents to say that, you know what, the sewage overflows are actually not, um, you know, the, there may be a slight change um, in the in this last few months where uh, we're getting more effective service living on the ground when attending to this, but it's not actually uh, dealing with the problem or assisting in dealing with the problem. I think in the in the presentation it was stated clearly that you know the infrastructure is old and obviously more funds needed, you know, by the city of Ikuruleni to uh, properly address this. And uh, look, when are we getting more into? Uh, maybe after the city of Ikuruleni has um, had this same, maybe we can have some sort of uh, interaction again, and we can then uh, you know highlight more things once we get more info from the city of Ikuruleni going forward. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Uh... Now, this uh, takes us to <clears throat> the city of Egurulin. Maybe before we allow them, uh, I think the term petition indicates that uh, issues were raised with the relevant authority and there could be no uh, satisfactory response. Uh, so, in other words, uh, I would imagine that this petition uh, uh, coming to the National Assembly must have been addressed to the municipality. I'm talking for the future. would like to uh, say all of us, we are public representatives. We must be accessible to the public and respond as they would expect. So in other words, we must minimize petitions coming here because as we are three spheres of government and we expect all of us to engage. 
But let's hear this one now, the responses to this one. But I'm trying to say, uh, Honorable Mayor, uh, have a, a way if you do, don't have to address petitions at that level before they come here. Uh, over to you, Honorable Mayor of Ekuruleni. Good morning, uh, Honorable Chairperson um, and all uh, members of Parliament. Um, Honorable Chairperson, yes, thank you for your comment. Uh, there certainly is a uh, way forward and there certainly is also a um, avenue for petitions to be addressed uh, within our city. Uh, Honorable Chairperson, as Executive Mayor Bekuruleni, I'd also like to thank you for the opportunity to present our feedback um, for these three petitions, which are uh, quite old petitions as well, and quite a lot of work has been done uh, going forward. Um, Honorable Chairperson, I um, would like to uh, say that the petitions that will be for consideration today will be presented by our leadership. We will speak to the individual uh, petitions. Um, Honorable MMC um, Sabeku, who leads the Water and Sanitation and Energy Portfolio, will speak to the first petition regarding the Owl Road industrial area with the assistance of his HOD and his department, um, which is Mr. Tenga. Uh, we have also had quite a lot of public uh, meetings within that area and have come to quite a, a, um, a good solution uh, in with the uh, business owners and public participation and private participation within uh, the Owl Road area. So we are seeing quite a good turnaround um, and workable solutions. Um, Honourable MMCA Duplessis will lead us in the environment and waste management portfolio and will speak to the second petition regarding the inadequate uh, refuse removal. Uh, this will be done with the assistance of his HOD uh, of environment and waste management, um, and that is Mrs. Uh, Mabindisa. And lastly, regarding the third petition on the sewer infrastructure, uh, Honourable uh, Chairperson, it will be Honourable MMC Sabeku again, who will address the issue of the uh, sanitation with the assistance of his HOD of water and sanitation, uh, Mr. Maseku. Um, Honourable Chairperson, so if you would allow me for our uh, Honourable MMCs to present on the presentations that have been forwarded through to you. Oh, thank you very much. Let's follow the order as directed by the mayor. Uh, it will be Honorable uh, MMC Sabeku. Thank you. Good morning. I'm not sure if uh, I'm audible. We, we can hear you. We can see you as well. Thank you. Oh, okay, no. thank you very much and uh, good morning and thank you for this opportunity today. Uh, good morning to you, Chairperson, uh, our Honourable MPs, uh, Honourable Executive Mayor. Um, 
I'm aware that as you, as you mentioned, Chairperson, that we do also have uh, officials from the provincial uh, level. Um, I would also like to also welcome other guests and uh, also uh, officials from the city, especially HOD, uh, Tenga and Masego, um, <clears throat> who will be assisting me in presenting uh, on, on behalf of the city when it comes to the petitions that have been um, uh, handed in. Now, uh, I think the last two speakers, Chairperson, uh, especially our, uh, our Executive Mayor, has actually addressed um, some of the two, you know, issues that I think one of them is the fact that we have been uh, addressing these issues and uh, we have also <clears throat> been engaging uh, with uh, the, the business industry and residents um, since we've come into in, 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 into government. And we have been trying, and obviously with all the challenges that we have, some long-term solutions, some short-term solutions, and been engaging and presenting these things to our community uh, members to ensure that as the city will be working hand-in-hand. Hand. As it was said by MP Polani, that the petition was submitted prior to elections and uh, some of the issues have been uh, engaged upon and also been addressed. Um, we are very happy happy that there is actually some um, uh, visibility in terms of the change that we've trying, we're trying to, you know, to show out there in terms of our commitment in ensuring or correcting um, these issues. So I'm very happy for those comments. Um, however, today we also have to speak to the petition because what she had also mentioned is the fact that as much as there has been some improvement since the last time they submitted the the petition Uh, but the the question now will be in the case of sustainability because of we still do find ourselves in a situation where business and industry and our residents still have issues with uh, uh, power outages so it's something that is not totally um, uh, resolved however it has uh, found uh, you know some solution that at least there is uh, a bit of relief when it comes to business and industry being affected as per the petition. Um, so we will definitely do give a presentation today through uh, our um, uh, HOD, uh, uh, um, Mr. Tenga, who will take us through and just give some bit of context in terms of what is it that has been um, uncovered and how we are ensuring in terms of the short term and the long term in how we're going to resolve these issues within the area. Uh, with that said, Chairperson, if I can just hand over to uh, our HOD Tenga to take us through. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, good morning, uh, Chairperson and the Portfolio Committee. Um, good morning to the Executive Mayor and MMCs and all other uh, stakeholders. Uh, I'm not sure. Please uh, indicate if you can see the presentation, if it's blighted from your side. Yes, we can. Oh, thank you, Chairperson. All right. Um, yes, uh, as far as uh, uh, this uh, petition is concerned, uh, Chairperson, um, we have since then uh, done a lot of work to address uh, the major challenges that we are finding in, in Alberton. Um, those challenges relate to uh, the aging infrastructure, which now leads to more frequent uh, uh, equipment failures resulting in outages. Uh, we also have a, a load shedding contributing to that as well. 
which all in all then contributes to the entire system reliability. Uh, the issues of uh, shortage of resources, it's, it's more a, a general contributor. Uh, um, that slide that I'm showing right now kind of shows you what happened in the month of June, July, August. If you can look at that, you will see that uh, uh, load shedding came in and it contributed quite a lot. However, let's just focus on the uh, other colors that you see, the operational causes, the equipment failure, and the cable fault. Those are the major ones in the absence of load shedding. We have put uh, uh, quite a lot of measures in place uh, for Alberton, and it includes uh, the completion of a new substation that will assist in alleviating the constraint in the network. This will be finalized at the end of the financial year. All the solutions that are listed there are aimed at making the solution, the situation more and more sustainable to remain where we are and even get better from where we are. Um, so the DIN substation is very critical for, for, for the network to stabilize. We also have a couple of other main substations that we are currently busy refurbishing. Uh, one of them is the Z3 substation, the Ega substation, uh, also being refurbished. All have got targets of end of 2020, 2023 uh, financial year. That is not next year, June, when we expect them to be uh, completed. Uh, we are also doing uh, maintenance as well in some of the strategic areas and strategic links, uh, upgrading the, the another substation, which is called Combrig, very critical to our road as well, annual substation as well. Those, those are the kind of projects that we are currently busy with right now, and already we are starting to see uh, results where we have made progress. Um, Chairperson, it is very important uh, for this sustainability to happen it's for, for this sustainability to happen, it is very important that we secure our infrastructure. Uh, the issue of uh, uh, third party interference in our network through vandalism and theft and all those kind of things uh, makes the situation worse. So our idea is that we need to secure these substations. Uh, we need to be able to monitor them through cameras. We need to be able to install early warning devices, which we have in certain areas. Uh, and as you may be aware, it is quite impossible really to monitor everything in the entire network because we are talking about a very large network. Uh, it can be very costly. So we look at monitoring those hotspots, those uh, strategic areas uh, that are quite openly uh, affected. Um, over and above, you know, our reliability uh, uh, initiative that we have started says that we need to pump in more funding as and when it is available. And with that funding, we need to now intensify maintenance, you know, the actual fault detection, localization, and, and managing the entire process. Um, I've already mentioned the issue of security as well, uh, uh, that we need to secure our, our infrastructure. And we always need to have spare supply especially for the businesses. You know, when certain things happen on a certain circuit, we should be having an alternative supply. So those kind of things we're looking at to see going into the future, as everything eases and finances become more and more available, we need to deal with those kind of, uh, of issues. Uh, also, uh, network visibility is very important Jefferson, uh, for the city. We need to be able to see what is happening where at any given point in time from a central point. 
That is our plan. We are saying that uh, in terms of uh, metering as well, we, we, we have started a process to be able to install different types of meters with the main aim of providing statistical information that we'll be able to, to, to use to make the decision. Uh, uh, Chairperson, um, we're looking at a high voltage and medium voltage network. At that level, we'll then be able to improve our turnaround times. We are going to uh, fast track uh, these initiatives. Uh, uh, also, it's important to note that the speed at which it will go will depend on the availability of, of the funding as, as the economic situation improves. Uh, chairperson. Uh, with that note, I would like to say uh, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I think we're following the order as was indicated. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Uh, the next uh, presenter will be uh, MMC Duplessis. Uh, on waste management and his head of department. Thank you. Good morning, honorable chairperson, honorable members present, as well as uh, executive mayor. Um, we have been experiencing historical problems as well, in the sense that we have an aging fleet and we have some problems within the processing of um, the financials in historical invoices. However, I can't speak too much. I'm going to allow my HOD, Mrs. Faithwood Seller, to take us through some of the more logical and on the ground details. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Uh, good um, morning, uh, Chairperson. Uh, good morning to um, uh, the committee, uh, the executive mayor, uh, uh, MMCs, and uh, colleagues. Um, I, I'm coming in uh, on a response. Uh, on waste collection for uh, Binoni and uh, Boxback. Um, I'm trying to uh, switch on my camera, but I'm unable to, but then I will, I will carry on. Um, um, yes, uh, we um, received a petition from uh, the honorable member and um, I wanted uh, to make uh, the following presentation in relation to the disruption uh, in Binoni and uh, in Boxback because as uh, she mentioned uh, Boxback as well in her presentation. Um, in an effort to uh, take um, our residents and our councillors along uh, in an event that uh, we do have um, a disruption, we engage uh, with uh, the ward councillors and advise them as to what the alternative uh, data of collection is. Whilst um, the service would have been missed, um, 
the city then makes all effort uh, to uh, collect uh, the waste in these areas uh, during weekends. So yes, I do confirm that uh, we do a weekend uh, collection, but we do advise uh, the residents as to which day of the weekend we are going to uh, to be servicing them. This is this in an effort to ensure that uh, we provide a weekly service. Uh, in addition uh, uh, to that, um, <coughs> residents are then allowed uh, to take out their bin and any additional waste that would have been incurred during uh, that week. So we do not uh, leave bags uh, behind and we do inform our, uh, our employees that uh, because the service has been missed, they must service the bin in, their, in, the, in, 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 in a residential area and also collect the bags that uh, our residents tend to place uh, next to their to their bins. Uh, additionally, we have a uh, nine uh, mini disposal sites that are available between a uh, Binoni and Boxback where uh, residents uh, can take uh, their waste and uh, there is no charge uh, for this service. This in an, in an effort to avoid um, uh, residents um, uh, dumping their waste illegally. Um, uh, Chairperson, uh, I would like to state that uh, the main reason that we, we, we find ourselves in the position that we are finding uh, ourselves in is that we are having a extremely old uh, compactors, which are the specialized equipment that we use uh, to service um, uh, our areas and the growth in, in, in the demand uh, for the service is not uh, matched by the budget uh, to uh, do the service. To that extent, we sit uh, with a situation whereby even though we do have a panel of uh, service providers that would assist in cases where we are having one or two breakdowns, However, the extent to which we are having breakdowns is so large that uh, we have to have a, a huge budget to service uh, the, the invoices that come in from our service providers. But because the budget is limited, we have an issue then with uh, following up with the payments uh, of these service providers. Uh, additionally, uh, because we have to replace the fleet that we have, the pace in which we are able to do so is very slow to the extent that uh, we are procuring four um, compactors in the current financial year based on the funding that we have. So uh, there is definitely a need to uh, consider a funding uh, to uh, a larger scale. Uh, the the recapitalization of of our of our fleet. There are other uh, measures that we are looking at that are going to then shorten the turnaround time in cases where one then uh, experiences a breakdown. And we are currently investigating uh, the full maintenance lease um, uh, uh, model. So with that, uh, we are hoping that our, our, our problems of, 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 of fleet that is aged, uh, the breakdowns that we are incurring will be resolved and we will be able to then offer a regular service that is, um, uh, that is offered on a scheduled day. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you. The next one. 
Thank you, Chair. Chair, I just would like to add on the solid waste uh, report back as well. Um, we are having a urgent meeting on Tuesday uh, with the city manager, the G GCFO, and then also the uh, HOD from the department um, to come up with sustainable solutions um, and urgent solutions, Chair. Uh, Chair, uh, something that the HOD uh, failed to mention is that the city is exploring lease versus purchase. Uh, due to the financial constraints and the, the um, work of the specific and specialized trucks that this department has, um, it is hugely expensive for us to purchase uh, outright all the time. So we are busy in that process. However, in the meantime, uh, we are looking at uh, fast-tracking payments to external service providers, um, but there are challenges on um, uh, documentation, and therefore we are also having an urgent meeting on Tuesday to resolve this. Because as the Executive Mayor, I am certainly not uh, uh, pleased with the uh, outcomes that we have had so far from the department. Um, and with saying that, uh, Honourable Chair, I'd like to again uh, introduce uh, MMC Duplessis, uh, sorry, MMC uh, Sabeku for the uh, last question. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Chairperson, and thank you very much, Executive Mayor. Um, the uh, petition that we have right now uh, also will be taken through a presentation um, by our HOD, uh, Tokozani Masego. Uh, it will obviously touch on the reasons and the challenges that we have, but also solutions uh, that we have uh, We have for the problems that we, we have. Um, you know, some, as I always say, you know, you can't always throw money to problems. So as much as we have aging infrastructure, that needs to be resolved, and as many have, you know, also presented uh, uh, before that aging infrastructure seems to be, you know, the biggest challenge that we have, but that will be obviously a long term. But the in between our challenges, obviously, where we would be uh, uh, focusing on maintenance and, and repairs uh, in, in doing so, obviously, to try and reduce the frustration in terms of um, the sewage overflow. Uh, but we also do find ourselves where we are you know, uh, have a challenge against nature, you know, <laughs> tree roots um, intrusion, you know, it's things that uh, also play a, a huge role in all of that, but that will be also be, uh, uh, be addressed in this presentation. However, I think I've, I've, I just needed to make note that part of the <coughs> challenges that we have here is, you know, we also need, we, we also find that um, uh, community members need to play a huge role in assisting us here in ensuring that we fix some of these problems because of um, a lot of the times when we do find ourselves doing maintenance and repairs and um, we find foreign objects, you know, and uh, some of the challenges we find that there's theft in th things like manholes and so forth, but also, you know, responsible business who are doing their daily, you know, uh, business. However, there is some kind of um, uh, um, um, uh, uh, challenge or 
um, that they find that they, we find ourselves with um, with dealing with some of what they have to um, excrete into these uh, into into our pipelines, and you find that you know with restaurants especially, I think that would be the easiest examples to make, and I think it's also been presented there that there is a lot. Of, of 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 challenges that we have there, but I will allow our HOD just to take us through. But I think I just needed to make the point that you know, as much as there is aging infrastructure, there is nature that we have to deal with. But there's a lot of education that must go into the communities where we would need assistance in ensuring that as much as we upgrade, as we fix, as we repair, as we refurbish, but we also have assistance in ensuring that we protect and uh, our infrastructure. Thank you very much. We'll have our HOD, uh, Mr. Um, Togazani and Masego take, take us through. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Um, good morning, Chairperson and members. Good morning to Executive Mayor, MMCs present, um, all stakeholders and colleagues. Um, through you, Chairperson, can I continue the presentation? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, Chairperson, uh, this is the background in terms of the causes of blockages, intervention, environmental compliance, and, and conclusion. Um, this chairperson is just to give the background how the petition came to the city. And uh, just to indicate, chairperson, that this is a very uh, old suburb. And um, as a result, the infrastructure is very old. Uh, it was built in 1967, and meaning that it is 55 years old. But the major challenge with this infrastructure, Chairperson, is the type of material of pipe that was used when this was done, which is an earthware pipe, uh, meaning that it can be infiltrated uh, or by the roots. And also with the movement of soil changing of temperatures, it can crack as it expands or crack as it constructs in winter, causing uh, roots intrusion to be easy. The main reason for that is just this, in this system, the properties, we've got mid block, the system running the mid block as illustrated in the diagram that is shown. You can see on the main roads, and then the sewer lines run between the properties of which there's a challenge of access and there's a lot of trees as I've said, that are more than 50 years old that now are starting to penetrate to our roots. And the other challenge is, Chairperson, this is an old infrastructure. Technically, it shouldn't give us a problem, but due to the material that was available at that time, uh, that cracks and allow uh, roots intrusion, and that is a problem that we're facing now. And uh, the major challenge, Chairperson, in this area is root intrusion. Uh, and basically due to mid block, the pipes are also very deep, uh, plus minus two meters deep. And the challenge is, is the fully developed suburbs, their fence, and some of the um, owners there, they've built on the servitude, meaning that when we have to dig or construct, we must break uh, permanent structures that some of them they've built without getting uh, approval from the city. And Chairperson, um, this is type of the picture of roots that we removed on the line uh, from the trees. The challenges with this is that when you jet the line, you will jet and open the blockage. But because you can't see what is the problem inside the line, you find that you jet today, uh, two days later, it, it blocks again. 
Then we use technology to put CCTV camera to find out what is causing continuous blockages. Then when we identify that it's a route, then we arrange for specialized services to get root cutters uh, to cut and remove the roots. And the other challenges, Chairperson, is the foreign objects that are thrown on the line, such as rugs, stones, wood. Sometimes we even remove um, rubble and even tires. That causes damage to and the infrastructure itself. And part of the interventions that we do as a city, we do education and awareness uh, campaigns to alert the communities that they need to take care of this infrastructure so that it doesn't cause problems and uh, to the communities and also to the environment. Uh, this is the nature of other foreign uh, objects that we're removing this lines, Chairperson. And also we've got uh, people taking all pens and throwing onto the system, causing to block at the pump station. And the other challenge, Chairperson, is that when there is power outages, then that's when we actually we have a lot of these problems. Because when there's power outages, the sewer doesn't flow, and then it starts to solidify especially in winter season when there are challenges of fat. And, and the other one is the stealing of uh, manhole covers, steel manhole covers, they get stolen. And the concrete one, they also break them to remove the steel inside. And that causes prolonged blockages because when those um, concrete covers, they're stolen, they take the concrete and, and throw it inside. And then for us, we have to dig and open the line to be able to remove uh, concrete because of its nature on the system. Uh, the other challenge is Chairperson uh, is the fed from nearby restaurants. This one is mostly severe during winter season as during winter at night, the fed solidify and just block the line consistently. And this is a picture showing what the fed does it just, when you open the solar and you just find a cake on top, a solid cake. And in conclusion, Chairperson, the department has resources such as internal teams, as and when maintenance contractors will attend to these challenges 24-7 as they are reported to our call center, even on public holidays. And we also, areas that we've identified as hotspots, we do regular inspections to minimize uh, any damage to the infrastructure, special natural uh, infrastructure, uh, such as streams and dams. And also the city chairperson do tests to monitor uh, based on the test results uh, as per the environmental compliance uh, reports that I'm sharing with you. Uh, you can see on this slide uh, that from uh, 1st of July, 2021 uh, to 31st of July, 2022, that the latest major pollution that we had was on the 19th of April, 2022. You can see there uh, from column number five from, uh, from the left of your computer that the coliform there, it was 900, uh, 490 counts and the COD was stating of which it was very high. Then on the sample that was taken on the 16th of May, uh, this one, you can see that is 10 of which is very healthy. Then the previous one is healthy and the next one is healthy, showing that the, the system has performed and the challenges uh, has improved uh, as we see from the test results that we conduct on monthly basis 
uh, to check the quality of the water. And chairperson, this is another one. Uh, it helps to interpret the, the, the water quality. Uh, the point that I want also to raise chairperson uh, is to see that um, when, especially the, uh, the coliform here is 130 at the bottom here, that if it's below 130, then the water is fairly acceptable as per legislation. And thank you very much, Chairperson and members. Thank you, thank you. How far are we, Maya? Oh. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Um, that is the end of our presentations. Um, but also, Chair, just to add on to the last presentation that the city itself, um, that we are doing vigorous uh, line cleaning uh, programs, uh, specifically going into the summer seasons, because um, when our rain um, se rainy season starts, uh, we do find that there is a huge uh, increase of uh, spillages uh, due to uh, foreign objects within our lines. Um, but Chair, thank you very much for the opportunity in presenting. Um, those were the last of our presenters. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Um, we, uh, I think honorable members are still with us. Uh, we must get the um, uh, uh, last uh, comment presentation from the provincial government. Cocktail, uh, Cockster. Uh, anybody from the department? Sharin, uh, do we have anybody from the department? Chairperson, Mr. Kibi from the department. I, I don't see him connected to, to the platform at the moment. Let me just find out because I did see him earlier, but I don't see him now. Maybe I, I in, the meantime, in the meantime, we should proceed because uh, the, the primary responsibility to deal with this was with the Metro. But when they come in, we'll, we'll allow uh, them uh, can I now allow members? We have received uh, the petition, explanations, and then the response uh, from I see Honorable Grunewald, you are number one. Any other hand? Uh, Honorable Matumba, number two. Uh, Simango, number three. Um, Andre Duplessis, yeah. oh, it was a mistake. Uh, Becky Hadebe, number four. Uh, uh, Hassan Ishmael, number five. Can we follow that order, Honorable Hrunevant? 
Thank you, Chairperson, and please allow me to keep my camera off. Um, I do not have that stable internet. Okay. Chairperson, I, I'll be quick. Um, I'm glad to hear that some of, some of the petition points is addressed, but I want to ask the municipalities in terms of dispute resolution, um, in terms of the Systems Act, they must have a mechanism in place, and that mechanism um, or the way to handle complaints to the municipality must be in place and open for the public to know. But I couldn't receive anything on the websites in terms of dispute resolution. Is there a mechanism in, in place with the municipalities and do they communicate um, this mechanism to the, to the communities? Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Matumba. No, the, thank you, Chair. Um, I'll start with uh, the hon Honorable Tenga. Um, uh, I hear that uh, you are having shortage of uh, resources, vehicle, specialized equipment and manpower. But uh, I mean, we, we, we expect you to, to address such. Uh, this should have been, this must be something that you budget for and uh, have manpower and these specialized equipments because uh, once business is having problem with electricity, they will go and people are going to lose uh, jobs in your municipality. So those are the things that must be addressed because chair, we can't they come here and address issues of service delivery that should have been addressed there in the municipality. I mean, a petition should have been coming as a petition for policy change or something, but service delivery is something that can be done through administration and management. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that's wrong. You ask yourself, why do we then have municipality and provincial government if they are not going to assist our people? The petition that we should have been having here was supposed to be on police, was supposed to be on, 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 on bylaws that we want this law to be scrapped, a law that is being implemented. But then if we are going to come here and uh, then discuss uh, service delivery, no, that's, that's something that is wrong. Now I'll go to uh, uh, waste management. You know, once I hear the word service providers, I know that's where the problem is. Chair, we are having a tendency by municipalities that are now relegating their duties to contractors. When it's time to prepare financial statements, contractors. When it's time to provide security guards, contractors. When it's time to provide water, tanks, contractors, then you ask yourself, why, why are we having municipalities when municipalities are not doing their jobs and they are using contractors? Didn't they see that their field fleet is getting old? Why don't they replace it? They should have sold the old ones and bought the new ones. It cannot be that contractors are the ones that they rely on to do work. They must do their own uh, uh, work and leave these things of using contractors. So by now they should have been telling us that we have an order, we are going to buy how many fleets. 
it can be that they, they, they are relying on contractors because what is going to happen next is that their own people inside are going to sabotage municipality cars so that contractors can come and do work. We have seen it in KZN there where uh, uh, people are now killing each other to provide water tanks. So to avoid many things, they, they, they must uh, replace the issue of contractors and make sure that they provide service on their own. Uh, the other one is a, an old infrastructure. We can't be told about infrastructure of 1967. By now, we should you should have been having a plan that you are having a three-phase or, or a four-phase plan where you are going to replace old infrastructure and put new one. I mean, you can't be expecting something built in 1967 to be pro uh, functioning properly now. People are mainly, population is growing and uh, is the same with uh, uh, is the same with the capacity. Something that was built in 1967 can't hold the capacity of today. So you should have been telling us that this is what we have planned. And lastly, Chair, uh, I hope this will be the, the last time. Uh, this is a serious waste of time that could have been put in doing something. You should have been in the municipality providing service by now. Now you are appearing here uh, discussing service delivery with us and we should have been um, dealing with other issues. Service delivery is something that we must not even sit down and talk about. Management and political leadership must make sure that there is service delivery. What we should have been discussing, it's a policy and ideology and other things. Thanks, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Msimango. Thank you very much, Chair. Um, greetings to to yourself, Chairperson, and greetings to uh, colleagues and uh, greetings to the mayor. <clears throat> greetings to the MMCs that are present in the meeting. Greetings to the officials that are uh, equally present in the meeting. Uh, Chair, maybe there is a lesson that we need to take out of this engagement or out of this meeting that one, we need to first define what is it that we call um, um, a petition. Because I, I agree with, 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 my, with the previous speaker. Service delivery cannot be a, 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 a petition. Um, for instance, um, I, I want to be specific. Uh, Honorable Tenga is speaking about um, shortage of equipment. I mean, surely this, this, uh, this, um, uh, just, just a second here. Surely that is not the, the competency of, 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 of national government. My understanding is that the municipality should have set and drafted a, a, a budget um, plan to say these are the things that we will need in order for us to be able to make sure that we deliver services as expected because 
the municipal it's the competency of the municipality to deliver services basic basic services uh, to to the to, to, to the community so i'm saying is there any plan in place um to 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 get this med- i mean this equipment because for you to be able to deliver services you've got to have equipment including a, 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 a manpower you've got to be able to close those uh, 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 vacancies that are not that 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 are, are, are not closed, so that you are able to to be to be um, sufficient enough in terms of of your 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 manpower, but also in terms of your equipment. So that cannot be tabled here as 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 one of of of, of the. In fact, the community is correct to complain that, they, but the response that we are getting from the municipality to say. Uh, we are short of equipment, like as if somebody somewhere must come and buy uh, uh, equipment for the municipality. For me, it is unacceptable. And really, we should be able to, by the time we leave, we should be able to get a clear answer as to say, when are they buying the, 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 that equipment? Um, I, could, I did not capture the, the, the name of the, the colleague that was presenting uh, talking about an old infrastructure. For me, this becomes a, 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 a challenge that is facing almost many municipalities that have townships or that have uh, residential areas uh, that are old. Uh, they are, you are speaking about an infrastructure that is as old as 55 years. Surely this uh, infrastructure did not wake up and become uh, old, you knew that the infrastructure is old, and yet there is no plan as to say, how do, how, how do you want to mitigate this process? Well, surely you should be saying to us, you are presenting a plan that says, this is uh, the plan, it in, in, maybe in phase one, this is what we'll do, phase two, up until you resolve the issue of uh, old infrastructure. So I'm saying, yeah, We've got to come out, out of this meeting because then the community is complaining with correct things, if, if that is the case. We've got to come out, out of this place with a clear plan from the municipality to say, or oh, if they need time, they must go back and then come back and tell us as to say, when can they then be able to put, we need time frames to say, when are they going to sort out the issue of equipment? When are they going to sort out the issue of uh, infrastructure? Of course, infrastructure, it's not um, uh, something that is small. You've got to budget on it. In fact, in, 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 in different uh, financial years, you've got to put uh, your, your, your planning to say this year, this is how far, this is how much you'll do, and this is how much you'll budget. But the community must be kept abreast as to say, when are these things going to happen for us to be able to... Then we can then be able, as national government, to come and say, okay, then in terms of policy, these are the things that uh, we think uh, uh, maybe, you know, must be changed. But it can't be that we are, we are going to be called to come and discuss uh, equipment. Uh, I, I'm saying, sure, we, we, we've got to distinguish us to say, which one do we consider as a petition that must be entertained by this uh, uh, committee? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chair. And take this opportunity and welcome all the colleagues, honorable members and officials, including the presentations that have been made.
my network is unstable chair um allow me not to switch on my camera um chair i hear my colleagues and i share most of their sentiments and i think the petition having been assessed uh, by parliament and directed to us um indeed there is a need for us to address issues that have been brought before us um i must state up front chair that i am from ekuruleni fosloras so i am going to be a bit subjective in this matter i understand the frustration of the community out there having served chair as an official in municipalities particularly in the civil engineering department i understand the issues that the officials are raising however what i'm not uh, comfortable with chair is solution to address these challenges particularly as it relates to the roots intrusion into the pipes that were built in 1967 they've correctly highlighted the challenges what is lacking on the presentation is the sol solution moving forward because you're going to constantly get this intrusion of the roots into these pipes now the question would be what then becomes a sustainable solution in addressing the challenge i'd like the last pre presentation to give us such undertaking and if there are any milestone projection and time frames those be indicated to us and then we'll arrive at a conclusion where we'll say perhaps uh, we'll have to get a quarterly report progress report in addressing these challenges to only highlight the problems um it does not assist because um i think it's is it miss ishmael uh, when she wrote the petition to us she uh, called upon for us to investigate the challenges and come up with possible solutions so i'll concur with the colleagues and propose that we be given a detailed plan on addressing the issue of the old infrastructure and how are they going to address such moving forward uh, that's the, my proposal on in relation to the last presentation uh, coming to the presentation that deals with uh, uh, the refuse rem removal services uh, with challenges pertaining to uh, compactors that uh, continuously needs to be maintained and having to resort into weekends a collection chair again we need to get the magnitude and the extent of the challenge in terms of what exactly would it take to ensure that the services is not interrupted one uh, the presentation did not give us a sense of how many compactors are needed to ensure a, a sustainable collection of services during the week and how many compactors do they currently have to what how, what is the extent of outsourcing they talk as as and when contracts so that we understand the the the, the magnitude chair so i'm proposing that we get a detailed response also in this regard and must be given time frames again uh, in terms of, uh, this is the newly 
uh, elected administration in 2021, I'm sure they've undertaken um, public participation in relation to their IDP and, and budget for the next five years. Is this catered for in their IDP? And how soon will the problem be addressed? And for how long will the resident continue to uh, uh, be confronted with the situation where the waste removal will be collected on weekends? Uh, a project plan that will detail a key attempts into eradicating the challenge confronted by these residents is needed. The presentation is well captured. It, it, it highlights uh, the sense of understanding the challenge, but it fell short into giving us a, a, a solution into addressing this problem and make sure that it's eradicated in future. That is my two cents contribution in relation to this matter, Chair. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um... I would, uh, I have noted the hand of uh, Honorable Bojan, but I'll take you after the two uh, 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 members. Uh, now the next one is Honorable Ishmael. Um, thank you, Chair. Uh, I would just like to say thank you to the Chair. I would like to say thank you to the committee, the Portfolio Committee of COCTA. Uh, to the mayor of Ikuruleni, to the MMCs, and obviously to the department officials. Um, from your inputs of your presentation, I just have a few more queries, if you don't mind, Chair, so that if we could get some answers here, I'll appreciate it. On the, uh, on the... I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't uh, recognize that you are one of the petitioners. Let me just finish the members. The last one would be Honorable Mbumza. Then I'll come back to you and Honorable Bonda. No problem. Thank you, Chair. Understandable. Thanks. Honorable Bumza. Network. Good morning uh, to you and the honorable members. And uh, uh, Chair, am I audible? Yes, you are. Thank you very much. Uh, good morning, uh, Chair, honorable members, uh, the mayor and MMC, and uh, all the officials present in this uh, portfolio committee meeting. The, the 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 constitution Chair, we are, the, we are having a serious challenge of South Africa enjoys the city the, the constitution of the Republic of South Africa enjoys enjoys the the city of Egoruri to provide uh, services to its community in a sustainable manner. And equally, the country enjoys the same city that it promotes a safe and healthy environment. Then the any package of services to communities whether is it uh, 
the 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 breakage of electricity provision or the non-removal of uh, waste is, is actually a violation of those two clauses of the constitution. Secondly, the fact that a chair to add on what we have just raised in our opening, it, it is very difficult that uh, communities should actually be sending petitions or petitioning the National Assembly to investigate matters uh, that are affecting them, which should have been provided and responded to by their local government in this particular, the city of Eglurin. Chair, the, the, the systems that and that makes provision for mechanism to be set up in place as well as uh, the annualing systems, uh, so that uh, earlier on there would be an indication that a particular infrastructure would actually reach its useful lifespan. And this would relate to the fact that uh, when a proper asset management system is put in place, would ensure that in terms of uh, the asset management policy, that uh, uh, infrastructure that is old would have to be disposed of at a particular time. Now, it can't be that would be told in this meeting that uh, one of the reasons why there are these services that are not rated is uh, simply because the infrastructure is old. The municipality should have known long ago that this particular structure at a particular time would reach its useful lifespan to be disposed. And refurbishment would have to be kicked in. Does this reflect, relates to perhaps a failure of a proper management by the management executive of the city, as well as the failure of the leadership to provide leadership at all times on these particular matters? Chair, my also agreeing with other members that perhaps any intervention by the city, the plan that we put in place to refurbish the old infrastructure, the plan that we put in place to replace the old uh, uh, infrastructure for refuse removal, that a proper plan would have to be developed and then it would have to be presented to us and, and sent to us with clear time frames when that would happen. So that would be in a position uh, to respond as the portfolio committee to the petition that would be sent as to say, let's investigate. Chair, one issue, what measures is the city, has the city put in place uh, to and provide security to its infrastructure, as well as the main holes that are vandalized, as well as the stripping of the metal on such main holes. What security measures has the 
municipality put in place to ensure that such instances or incidents are preempted and prevented. Thanks, Chair. Thank you very much. Um, uh, we'll now, it's, it's not responses for as yet, uh, we'll now allow uh, the petitioners, uh, uh, Ishmael, as well as Honorable Portano. <laughs> Uh, I don't know whether they will be responding or they will be asking uh, uh, because possible we could have allowed them to engage with the presentations. But I think it's it's we have we have commented as well. Can we allow uh, Honorable Ishmael? Um, thank you, Chair. Um, and uh, once again, I would like to thank the mayor of the city of Pikoroleni, the MMCs and the officials for coming out today in addressing this petition. Uh, Chair, I would just like to highlight a few things that I'm concerned about after listening to the presentation. But I want to put on record that these petitions were submitted before the new administration took over in the city of Ikoroleni, and I've seen a difference in service delivery. And that is why I'm highlighting only two areas that is Benoni and Boxburg. If you look at the petition, it states the city of Ikoroleni and the whole of city of Ikoroleni. However, I've highlighted Benoni and Boxburg because I've seen a difference uh, in service delivery in the last few months. But what I'm concerned about now, after listening to the issues of, um, you know, invoices not being paid on time, and a fleet that is not uh, functioning. And obviously we're looking at budgets that have been passed and we acknowledge that the city has been trying their utmost in you know, getting the uh, municipality functioning, if I can use that word. Uh, I'm just worried that um, as executive of the city, are there any you know, accountability or management strategic plans in place to ensure that you know, we may have a new administration when it comes to MMCs and mayors, but I think most of the time the officials are know what's going on in, 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 in the department. So are there any uh, specific um, uh, things that the, the city is doing to ensure that maybe the person that was responsible for paying up these invoices and the, to ensure that the fleets were actually functioning or, you know, the maintenance being done, et cetera, et cetera, are actually held uh, accountable by the executive of the city? Because this is telling us that, you know, something is severely gone wrong because while the city may have passed the new budget, obviously we're looking at this budget now being used to actually fix up last year's uh, maladministration, if I can use that word. And uh, they are definitely going to be running out of budget now to actually effectively provide service delivery to the residents as we speak, because the, the, the budget is going to be running out and we're back to square one. I also note, you know, um, from what uh, uh, you've told us in your, in your, in your presentation that uh, the outsourced areas have been 100% on schedule all this time. And I also noted the mayor stating that, you know, you're going to be having, uh, 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 you know, a meeting to discuss all this with the CFO and the uh, and the city manager, et cetera. And we appreciate that. But um, I still feel, uh, Chair, listening to the city and listening to the challenges of the city, I would then, on behalf of the residents of Vikaruleni, uh, the petition is sitting here today, I would like to ask the National Department for assistance. 
on behalf of the city's uh, residents to say, we acknowledge the infrastructure issues, we, we acknowledge the, the, the fleet issues, we acknowledge the invoices not being paid on time, we acknowledge that, you know, during weekends, the, the department is trying to catch up. Um, but we also know that, uh, the, the, you know, there's frustration on the ground. And we also know that, um, Yes, while the city does have a call center, etc., where people can actually report that, I can acknowledge that I was a resident in the city of Fikuruleni. I served as a PR counselor and ward counselor in the city of Fikuruleni, and I know there's a call center, and uh, I know it's functioning much better now. But my point is that um, there is no conclusive, uh, you know, evidence to say that um, these uh, the, these areas that I'm talking about now, this these particular wards in these particular, uh, uh, you know, these particular towns in these wards, I should rather say that are actually going to be uh, receiving effective service delivery. Because, you know, if you're looking at weekends, while I hear the HOD stating weekends and we appreciate it, the reality is that it's just not costing the the the, the city even more money. Because we know when, when it comes to weekends, obviously there's going to be a, a problem with overtime. So we want, yes, I would like some constructive uh, report back, you know, to be able to say um, what is the city going to be doing? And I personally would like to ask the National Department to say, can we perhaps assist the city considering that they are trying to make a change to try to, they're trying to make a turnaround, but obviously they're sitting with challenges that are historical, if I can use it that way. And I hear uh, my fellow colleagues here speaking to say that, you know what, we understand that this infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera, and it's supposed to be planning. Uh, but I also understand that under the new administration, there is a new budget. But what I'm understanding is that this budget is going to be used to fix up, um, you know, things that were supposed to be paid up in the last year. And this is definitely going to be affecting uh, residents going forward. So can the national department assist with more funding maybe to the city with regard to, you know, maybe providing for more fleet, et cetera, et cetera. When I come to the petition of the sewage overflow going into the lakes and dams, thank you, MMC, and uh, to the department official. I hear you and I really appreciate the air quality report is coming back. Um, but I just want to highlight, you know, that... Um, Again, although we look at infrastructure that hasn't been attended to all these uh, years, I mean, if you're looking at 28, 29, 30 years, and now you're sitting with a problem with it really, you know, getting out of control. Um, can the city maybe assist, you know, uh, with the upgrade of the pump station by Cosmans as well? Because I think there's generators needed there because with the constant ESCOM power outages and obviously we also have when the ESCOM power outages take place, we have obviously the effect on the ground when it comes to uh, further infrastructure damage. Can we not maybe assist with uh, a generator there to assist with, you know, ensuring that um, the pumps are running and also, you know, it's not causing more issues on the ground when it comes to residents. Now, uh, what I haven't found in the in the presentation is that while you've tried to uh, re respond to the petition to say, this is what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. You remember when you're looking at lakes and dams, we, they, all, they all sort of link up to each other. And when we're looking at Cosman's bird sanctuary, you know, it's a major tourist attraction in the Benoni area. And we have around 300 different bird life in the sanctuary. And again, if the pump station is not operational, we have issues of overflow. Now, uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm worried about is that there's a slight crack in the wall that needs attention here as well. I ran an oversight visit there and I've picked up some issues. And um, the other lakes do not have much sewage overflow flowing in. But when you're looking at certain of them, there's obviously uh, 
a, a major issue and uh, many residents and uh, are complaining they're telling the councillors councillors are trying i know it's been escalated to the municipality and i know that from what uh, i've heard now is that the municipality is trying their utmost to assist However, again, I'm going to say, you know, we're having major dumping happening in certain areas, which is also, uh, you know, having the issue of going into the dams and causing more blockages uh, of the outlet into the streams. And this is obviously causing a more sewage overflow into more dams than what is actually specified on this petition. So again, I'm, I'm saying if we look at infrastructure uh, damages or historical infrastructure, you know, upgrades that haven't been taking place, can the National Department of Health not maybe assist the city, maybe if the city gives us a report to say this is exactly what they need for infrastructure upgrades, this is what they can accommodate in their budget, but this is the extras that is necessary for us to ensure that we have a clean and safe environment, because when we don't have a clean and safe environment, it's obviously, uh, you know, um, not adhering to the Environmental Act. And I'm wondering if the National Department uh, of COCTA can actually assist with the necessary sister departments uh, to assist the city of Ikorileni to actually get their, their, you know, their systems in place and to assist them in um, not dealing so much with the historical um, non-service, if I can put it that way, or upgrades. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Bordani. Thank you so much, Chairperson. Chairperson, let me start off by welcoming the presentation by NMC Sibego and the HOD, and <clears throat> as well as the officials. Chairperson, I think firstly, petitions are a way that citizens speak to their government. And if you understand what a petition is, it is a last resort that residents will use to speak to their government. In fact, myself and Councillor Honorable Hastina have served as councillors in the city of Ekurlet. So we do understand the challenges that the city faces. So we do not come from a place of ignorance in terms of presenting these petitions. And equally, Chairperson, we understand that there is new administration. And as the mayor and the HODs and the MNCs have alluded, these are historic issues. But nonetheless, it does not stop us from petitioning parliament so that the voices of the people can be heard. And we come here as a last resort to this committee. And we are thankful that we are being heard. Chairperson, service delivery is exactly what is meant to be the core service, core business of the municipality in terms of improving people, uh, the, the life of people. And if we are going to then come and say in Alberton, there is going to there is these developments that are going to cost the city millions, but there's issues of vandalism, which is because of the threat to the infrastructure. But we do not hear anything about prosecutions. We do not hear anything about arrests. Then this presentation is lacking details. Until and unless we get to a point where people know that they will be prosecuted, there will be consequences for damaging infrastructure such as substations because for me that is really it's it, it's it's treason because these are businesses that are creating jobs these are businesses that are paying services to the municipality these are businesses that that really are, are, are building industries in the city as the presentation that we heard this morning that our road is expanding and therefore the city needs to invest in our road but we cannot keep chasing our tail in terms of investing in anything for as a matter of fact if we are not going to have consequences for delinquents for criminals for vandals who vandalize state infrastructure so i would have loved to hear something come out in terms of 
what has been repercussions, what has been consequences to say, this is how we are going to protect it. Uh, There's a very big active private security presence in in Alberton and in Al Road. I don't know if the city is at liberty to to tell us what sort of engagement they have had. I know the mayor went as far as acknowledging uh, the business people in the Alberton North industries for the work that they do in assisting the the city in securing a city infrastructure. Is, is there, is, are we going to get more of those initiatives so that the burden does not fall on the city? Because this, there should also be some responsibility on the residents to protect the infrastructure that the city uh, provides. Because if there is not going to be a, a buy-in from the residents, then the city will continue reinvesting in the same things because nobody finds value in looking after those things. So for me, Chairperson, it is just that commitment and just that stakeholder engagement and the prosecutions, if there has been any. Thank you so much, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Uh, we will now allow the, the city to respond to uh, all of us. When I say all of us, starting with the petitioners as well as the members. Over to you, Honorable Mayor. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Um, Let me start with Honorable Grunewald. Um, uh, Honorable Grunewald, we have got a petitions committee within the city um, where we also call petitioners in um, to do resolutions. From there, it goes through to the oversight committees and to the departments um, to come with resolutions and feedback to the various community members. Um, So yes, we are busy streamlining that uh, um, whole structure as that whole structure had very uh, antiquated um, petitions sitting within it. We are uh, busy catching up with the backlog in that, but the new petitions that are coming in, uh, I have also set up a service delivery desk within my uh, office that deals specifically with uh, petitions, new petitions coming in and getting resolutions from the uh, various uh, departments as quick as possible. Um, And I must agree, uh, normal day-to-day service deliveries uh, challenges. Um, I, I do find it strange that it comes to a COCTA meeting. However, this is my first COCTA meeting. So, um, you know, uh, we will uh, abide by requests of reports that are um, uh, asked from us. Uh, also, um, the Honorable Matumba, I agree with uh, discussions on um, service providers. Uh, we have got a, a staff complement also in the city that has to uh, perform the duties of uh, solid waste collection. And we should get away from the service provider um, uh, uh, antics that were used in previous years. However, there are situations where we as a city is forced to use external service providers um, when we have to build up our fleet, uh, get our fleet back to standard again, 
which was uh, and is completely uh, dilapidated from um, uh, non-maintenance of the vehicles themselves. Um, therefore, in the presentation, we also stated, um, and I don't think maybe the HOD of the department uh, presented it properly, but we are looking at the lease versing purchase uh, agreements right now. Because when we look at uh, the entire vehicle situation with Inikuruleni, um, it is quite clear that no um, uh, fleet management has taken place. And uh, I have now uh, put in a system within uh, the city that proper uh, fleet maintenance has to take place. Uh, audit of all vehicles in the city has to take place. And um, the it seems like uh, vehicles were all over the city and I uh, need to know where our vehicles are so that we can budget properly. Um, so consequence management, and that goes through to quite a couple of questions that were asked, will certainly take place on uh, maladministration if uh, that is found what has uh, been happening. Um, uh, then... Um, there is a plan on replacing old infrastructure, specifically when we look at um, the uh, asbestos pipes um, uh, within the city coming to uh, sewerage uh, and water supply. Um, the department can, without a doubt, uh, present um, at a specific date uh, recommended by yourselves the plan to actually replace all the uh, antiquated and old pipes that are not functioning anymore. Um, as uh, we are quite vigorously improving our water losses as well through this uh, maintenance plan that we are already implementing. Our new budget uh, came into uh, um, with uh, from the 1st of July. So our new budget is definitely talking to many of the concerns that are raised here um, and the IDP processes was also followed, which is talking to a lot of the uh, problems that are raised here as well. Um, uh, Honorable Mas uh, Masimango, I um, therefore uh, uh, direct that to you with the, our IDP and our budget that we are having a look at. We did put on new vehicles and new equipment in um, the budget. It is currently at the Bid Adjudication Committee and um, that will be uh, coming into our system quite soon now within the next uh, couple of weeks. We are seeing uh, already we have uh, purchased four compact vehicles as well. So we are uh, busy with that and going through the proper procedures through the bid adjudication uh, processes on the. Um, I have uh, uh, answered the, the long-term plan on the pipeline, Honorable Hadebe. I hope that uh, assists you, but we will for sure uh, table a detailed plan to the committee uh, with the refuse removal compactors uh, that have been purchased as well. Um, and yes, the magnitude of the solid waste uh, problem um, has been uh, in the last month uh, quite extensive. Um, and therefore we have uh, made alternate plans to rectify this. And a lot of it, it does come from 
invoices uh, uh, payments and not due to uh, non-payment by uh, the GCFO by not trying to comply, but uh, by uh, contracts that or uh, paperwork that did not follow the proper processes. So I have also asked for a forensic audit to take place on all these um, contracts that are outstanding and what processes were taken and why these processes uh, were not followed. Um, that will also, the, the forensic audit will also go through to the impact committee for further investigations. Um, and from there, we would be able to do our resolutions on consequence management with the outcomes of those investigations, which are currently in place. Um, Yeah, uh, the IDP and the budget uh, are definitely talking to each other, Honourable uh, MP, and uh, we we definitely um, have uh, not just on solid waste, but specifically with uh, electricity, um, we have channeled a lot of our budget to our service delivery uh, departments. Uh, for us, it's very important to stabilize our electricity grid, and in the last what we did with the adjustment budget uh, um, in the uh, for the last term budget that we inherited, we channeled also a lot of finances specifically to the electricity uh, grid for maintenance purposes. And we've seen a huge uh, a difference uh, in our stability within the grid for uh, specifically the Alberton and Our Road area that is uh, being discussed here but in general, in the whole of Ikurulini. Um, uh, Honorable uh, Pumza, uh, yes, uh, definitely we have now put in early warning systems, uh, which the presentation spoke to as well. So the early warning detection will assist us to see where the failures are taking place um, and rectify those failures um, as soon as possible. Um, and uh, I think I have addressed the uh, 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 consequence management that will take place and the asset management system, uh, which uh, we have uh, called on from the city manager and through the HODs of those departments to make sure that we know where our assets are and that our assets are actually being used to do proper service delivery within the city. Um, with the stolen manhole covers, we've also implemented the polypropylene uh, manhole covers, uh, which we've been pushing for quite some time to uh, bring into the city. That uh, system has been brought into the city. However, um, vandalism still takes place, but not to the magnitude that we had seen previously when uh, the steel manhole covers were used. Um, and those were merely stolen um, to be able to use as resale um, at uh, certain uh, uh, scrapyards. <clears throat> We've also uh, brought in the concrete system as well within our manholes, and it makes it exceptionally difficult um, for singular um, individuals to lift and, and uh, damage. 
Um, so we are busy rolling that out into the entire uh, city uh, to try and prevent this type of uh, behavior uh, happening. Um, uh, uh, Honorable Hase uh, um, uh, Ishmael, uh, I think I have uh, uh, answered your question regarding the non-payments and the accountability um, with the investigations that are taking place currently. Um, and then Honorable Bordlani, uh, the vandalism of the equipment and the vandalizing uh, and protection of our assets um, we have had many meetings with uh, various businesses. They are also assisting us with the uh, security uh, systems that are close by to the substations. And this has uh, proved to be a very successful measure. Not only that, uh, we have also had meetings with uh, uh, our EMPD with uh, SAPS. Um, we have had with the commissioner, the provincial commissioner as well, um, to roll out uh, joint uh, operations um, with uh, the vandalism of uh, not only our infrastructure, but then also the criminality that goes along with it within the city. Um, Honorable Chairperson, uh, if there are any further uh, explanations uh, that need to be done, through our uh, HODs or our MMCs, um, if uh, uh, there is anything they could just raise their hands uh, to give further explanation on uh, things that I did not cover within my report back. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you very much. Um, I assume you have uh, tried to respond to all the issues raised, but if there's anyone, then I'll see with their hands uh, if they want to, to speak. If I don't see your hand, I will not uh, take exception if you just talk. But with that in mind, uh, honorable members, if there's anything as well you would want to follow up on this, I will take your hands. I see the hand of Honorable Matumba and Honorable Runevald. Can I allow you in that order, Honorable Matumba? Oh, uh, thanks, Chair. Um, this uh, calm uh, presentation here, uh, he, he raised issues of uh, theft and uh, vandalism, and uh, really, it's a it's a big problem that we we can't ignore it at this level. Uh, I think uh, in their budgeting, the municipalities must also look into it and uh, how they work with um, SAPS and how the the political. Uh, leadership work with communities on how they can deal with this uh, matter because people who are vandalizing and stealing uh, are people we are living with in our communities. Uh, so it is up to us as politicians to really go and uh, deal with the matter and also scrap this thing of saying it's being done by 
foreign nationals uh, only. Because once we say this thing is done by foreign nationals, then we 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 leave the real culprits because criminals are criminals. Once we give them a color, then that's where we we lose it. So we really understand what Ngauri and lastly, Chair, uh, is that uh, really something that most municipalities are not doing is to work on replacing old infrastructure. When they uh, budget, they look uh, at everything except replacing what was built long time ago. So they, they must see to it that their budget, when they budget, they also budget on replacing old infrastructure, not only with uh, fleets and uh, on electricity, but with everything they must, because uh, most municipalities are going there. So they, they must uh, work on replacing old infrastructure that will also assist them not to use uh, service providers because once they start to use service providers, that's where uh, culprits and corruption of corruptions are going to uh, come into the municipality and corrupt everything. So they must minimize uh, private business into, into the, the municipality by capacitating the municipality to uh, provide services on its own. Uh, thanks, Chair. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, let me first note, um, thank you, Mayor, for your answer. And thank you that you are answering all the questions and not delegating the answers. Um, Chairperson, the reason why I asked the question is because the communities are the best, or can say the better part of municipalities. And although that parliaments have a petition process, um, a lot of exactly what we see today is a lot of these problems already been addressed before it comes to Parliament. And that's why this system of communities that have a problem with a municipality um, can have these processes to try to resolve these problems before it comes to Parliament. Especially on and further on more is to say that when a municipality do have the systems in place and they do react to the community and the petition comes to us, then we have the reaction of the, the, the municipality at that time as well. So, Chairperson, um, that's why asking the question is to see if we can get petitions in terms of parliament more streamlined um, with our municipalities to say that what was the answer that time and what is the current status already of a, or updated status. So, um, Chair, that's, that's from my side. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, now I am informed that... Uh, I'm informed that uh, the uh, the chairperson of the provincial department is in the meeting. Oh, it says to me, somebody from the provincial department is in the meeting, Mr. Kibi. I'm sure he must have been listening. If there's anything you want to say, Mr. Kibi. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. And uh, good day to 
all the honorable members and uh, our colleagues Cocta from National Department, as well as our colleagues in the city. Uh, my name for the record is Kiva Kekana. Oh. <clears throat> Kiva Kekana from Cocta. I'm responsible for intergovernmental relations and related matters. So <clears throat> we have been listening. Unfortunately, my laptop just deserted me when I was about to say something. Uh, we want to welcome the presentations from uh, the city. And we also noted all the comments that were made by honorable members. And we generally concur with the approach and the spirit that uh, local government uh, is a chapter seven institution with its original powers from the constitution. All what you want to indicate is that uh, we believe, I think as a province, that uh, the intergovernmental relations structures that are in place could assist greatly in resolving matters that are related to service delivery. Uh, we, from the provincial side, working with national, we have strengthened our capacity to support as well as to coordinate support or mobilize support uh, to support local government. That is informed by section 154 of the constitution. So in that regard, we have established or we develop a model called local government support model, um, which, you know, we have established regional support teams. So in each and every, in the five regions of Gauteng, Ekurulian is a region as a metro. There's a regional support team convened by COCTA, national participates, national department participate, provincial participate, municipalities participate. And it addresses all the pillars that we know originate from the back to basic, uh, B2B. It also comes from the municipal institutional support, uh, which you know, has formulated some key performance indicators. Uh, you know, the, that pillar that members emphasized throughout the meeting was the people's first pillar, where there are community development workers and other uh, uh, government or community-based workers are converging in that space. So I think it's an area that will allow us to be responsive uh, if we utilize it correctly, because we also introduced the ABCD model, the asset-based community development that speaks to the ownership of, uh, of assets of the infrastructure by communities. So those there are a number of pillars. So what we're saying is that uh, perhaps it's going to be important that we strengthen those intergovernmental relations. Because if things are not working well from the regional support team and we escalate them through the uh, statutory IGR structures uh, from HOD, MM structures, mayors, uh, MEC mayors platform up until they go to PCF before they go to national. So these are very important. And we also note that uh, the district development model is also an attempt and an approach that tries to bring together the various uh, uh, structures of government into one space in order to resolve. Lastly, Chairperson, uh, the Provincial Executive Committee established uh, seven provincial war rooms. 
These war rooms are meant to unblock service delivery blockages. Just to indicate there's a war room that deals with law enforcement. Its priority areas include uh, the protection of infrastructure, cable theft, because uh, the security of the infrastructure equals to revenue protection. So I think that is very key. And we know the challenges facing local government relates to cash flow challenges. So if the security of the infrastructure is not secured enough, then revenue is also not secured. So I think members raised that point. So I think, so that is that. But we also have a, a, a war room that is focusing on uh, uh, infrastructure planning service delivery. And there's also a, a, a war room that is looking at the general issues of revenue, payment of services, payment by government departments, payment of service providers. So all of these war rooms, including red tape, we want to also implore that perhaps at the level of provincial government, the city and national, if we strengthen our participation in these structures, a lot of issues are going to be resolved because those seven war rooms are targeting all those areas that are blockages so that by the time if we escalate, you must escalate something that we cannot do uh, using those IGR structures. And the last point that was also raised by Member Tinkhronevald in the meeting, I just want to state it. It's around the integrated petition management system that has been recognized and that uh, through the premier of housing and executive, uh, they implored on us as, gov as provincial government to work with municipalities and national just to look at an integrated petition management system so that things do not fall through the cracks. We should uh, do that. And I think it's an area that is uh, um, a weakness, I think, generally speaking. But we are working on it and we are putting all the efforts to, to look at uh, the uh, integrated petition management system. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. Um, I, I, will, I, I don't know, Honorable Matumba, I still see your hand, if it is an old hand. But I wouldn't want to reopen this discussion on the basis of uh, this input by the province. Honorable Matumba? Yeah, no, if that's so, Chair, then uh, we can proceed because the, this uh, input was with we didn't get a chance to deliberate on, but if that's uh, how you see it, then uh, it's fine, uh, Chair. No, I, I would suggest so because uh, the petition is already with us, <laughs> so we have handled it. Uh, maybe just uh, one clarity to indicate that we are parliament. Uh, we are not national. So our, our, our tasks might be different. Number two, if anything comes to us that comes from the people, uh, it must be responded to, uh, guided by the constitution as indicated. So hence I'm saying uh, for us, all these structures that uh, this uh, uh, member of this uh, session is mentioning, if he says to us there's a, a first pillar, we want that pillar to work. 
Jeff says there are war rooms. We want those war rooms to work. Uh, if there's integrated uh, management uh, of petition, we want those to work. And the only way we will see that they are working is when people don't raise issues with us. I think that sentiment was expressed. So engaging with those structures, uh, all we want is them working. So what we would suggest, and I think uh, this comes out of the discussions, is a improved communication uh, with the residents of uh, Egurule. Uh, so in other words, uh, we must not, as parliament, uh, be found to be necessary to come in. They must be improved. Then one request which I think is the outcome of this meeting. It's a detailed response plan with time frames to the petition. In other words, we are specific here. We're not general about issues. Detailed response plan with time frames to this petition. We we would appreciate all those. Uh, uh, comments about investigations and consequences as raised by those who uh, were complaining. And uh, I think what we also would like to uh, uh, raise, in fact, we, I, I was listening to uh, Honorable Ishmael is uh, talking about historical uh, challenges, uh, whilst you might know them as historical, they are challenges of the municipality. So they must be addressed. They must be part of the plan as we would be getting that plan. So in other words, we don't, uh, so when you take over government, you take over government with everything. So the, your plans must actually take that into account. And uh, I think basically members were just saying it would help us because the people we must respond to are the petitioners that the municipality consolidate a response with clear timeframes, also informed by some of the questions that members raised. And uh, maybe a message for the provincial uh, government is to say as well, uh, plans that are put in place must be translated into action so that the impact is felt on the ground. And uh, like I'm saying, once there's good governance, once people receive services, we will all be happy. This was an attempt to wind up the meeting and uh, hope that uh, uh, within our prescribed time frame, which would not exceed a month, within 30 days, would expect this detailed uh, response uh, plan. I'm sure you listened to the members in terms of what were they saying in the context of the plan. Within 30 days, would be very happy to receive that response. And uh, otherwise, thank you very much for attending the session. And uh, 
the mayor for taking charge of the response and the petitioners for not giving up whilst this might have been submitted a long time ago. I'm sure all of us, we are learning as we are engaging with some of these issues. And in the end, the people will take us seriously, that we take their matters seriously as we have done. Otherwise, thank you very much. The session is closed. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. Yeah, good luck. Chair, I came in late, thanks. I hope oh. my issues were <laughs> ventilated. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I mm -mm. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Recording.